Freelance Mum, supporting talented mums everywhere. And then whatever fripperies to go on the top, in one colour or another. Frippery. Yes, you did just hear that right. There's something about that word that for me just sounds slightly Mary Poppins. And there's something about the business, gift frippery, which is also slightly Mary Poppins. No nonsense, but also a little bit of sparkle and magic. Amanda White is the business and brains behind Gift Frippery, a business in gift wrapping. Now there's a job title for the passport. Amanda and I went for a wander around St Nicholas Market where we gained some inspiration for her frippery and heard more about the business. I'm just going to look around, perhaps more for inspiration than anything specific, but you know, I bet I buy something. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't been here for a long time either, so everything's going to be a bit of a nice surprise. I don't know what I might find. Well, so we're just in the undercovered market now. You can see all the bunting and we can smell the beginnings of lunch being cooked up. It's a fabulous market, St Nick's Market, if you've not been here before. So many lovely little nooks and crannies. Right, we've been going less than a minute and we've already found two shops for the taking with hand-knitted bunting and a new fabric range which has instantly caught your eye. So shall we have a look? Yeah, let's go in. There's so many ribbons. Oh my goodness, the ribbons look amazing. And look look at the trim. Gorgeous. No, it's twinkly. Is that the sort of thing that catches your eye instantly? Yes, definitely. I, well, I could just use any any of that wool we're looking at. <laughs> I could just, the spotty, spotty ribbon is quite nice. No, it's it? funny you should Slightly say different. that. Having a daughter who's it big into Mr Tumble, who has a yellow spotty bag, oh. that was what caught my attention. Yeah. So do you just specialise? Are you stocking up now for Christmas? Or are you looking towards Mother's Day? Or um, Spring and summer workshops. Well, the spring ones are already mm. booked out, actually, so summer workshops. Mm. So I've just been the weekend in Cornwall, actually, picking up driftwood mm. and shells off the beach, which can be used. But, yeah, maybe some ribbons for, um, actually, sorry to break off. I've, something's just caught my <laughs> eye out there. That really wide sort of taffeta ribbon mm. with wired edges. That's beautiful. It looks as though it could be sort of manipulated quite well as well. Yes, I think I'm thinking rosebuds that's mm. very nice and summery isn't it mm. such a lovely shade of pink <laughs> so where are we going here you've got lots of lots of bits of ribbon i might just have a look maybe that's the silk ribbon and they have got this lovely sort of wire trim here you just feel you ought to be able to twizzle it into all sorts I of think, shapes well i think you can you can gather this but this is a lot wider than the one i have see if i get that piece of wire out the end mm. this ribbon can all be gathered up and then made into a rose mm. It is beautiful. How on earth do you make a rose? Is this something that's self-taught? I'll show you when we have a coffee in a minute. Brilliant. I'll show you how to do it. I'm going to buy some of it. Now, we bought some really lovely um, ribbon earlier. Let's have a look in this. How would you just describe- another bit in, actually, that you might not see. Look, I've got this little... Oh, it looks like knicker elastic or something. gingham, though. Isn't that pretty? Yeah, useful. Now, let me show you this. Yeah, you need about half a metre of wired ribbon to do this. This is exceptionally wide. I haven't seen it this wide before. And you just need to, um, along one side only, pull up the, gather up the ribbon. I'll just do a little bit to give you the idea. And you leave the other side as it is. And then what I would do, I'd have another piece of wire with a bead on the end, which I would lay on here, so that this this gathered up bit would go round a bead. Not that you're going to see the bead, but it would just give you a centre for the ribbon. And then you just keep working this round until you've done about half the metre. And where you've got this, where you've got the wire on the top, you can shape the top of this so you can gather it into a petal. If you want more of a rosebud, 
I think if you did a whole metre of this, it would end up being quite a full-blown rose. Mm. One of those nice big blousy roses. That's beautiful. It's so pretty on a Mother's Day present or a birthday present or a wedding present. How lovely would that be? Is there anything that you sort of... You already said you work with driftwood, so I don't think there's much that you don't work with, really, is there? Well, there probably is stuff Mm. I don't work with, but it's just whatever takes my eye, really. Mm. And I quite like the idea of not having to buy everything in, but that you can utilise stuff that you've probably got around the house anyway. I think that's, especially in this day and age, you know, people are being careful of their purses and things you know use use what you've got around you just look at it in a different light i think one of my most inspired years for gift wrapping and you might i don't know what reaction you're going to give (laughs) was a particularly poor year but they were wrapped beautifully in newspaper and pink ribbon done it thought it looked great yes yeah yes my son had a tinfoil year the other year (laughs) because no sellotape required or anything so yeah anything anything i think so tell me how you got started. You went from school teacher to now being in Bristol and having a business gift frippery. How, how does one make the transaction from one to the other? Once primary teacher, always primary teacher, kind of. So when I'd had the children, and I was a regular Blue Peter mum, as they say, um, I didn't really want to just go straight back into primary school teaching. I, I, le- I loved it. I'm not one of those that have become disillusioned. I absolutely loved it. But I'd sort of done that bit. Still love teaching, but wanted to do it slightly differently. So um, I just thought adult teaching would be good. But I didn't know what I was going to do with it. So I did the adult teaching qualification. And then, sort of in the meantime, I'd been doing lots of wrapping as usual, which I'd always loved. I wrapped some, um, a lot of wine bottles for my husband's business, because I do do business wrapping as well. And he gave me this dreadful, like only a man could buy it, type of wrapping paper with snowmen on, because it was a bargain. And as I wrapped bottles, which is always a ch- my fingers were just going through the paper, it was absolutely rubbish. So the following year, after a successful year, he, he said, would I wrap bottles of champagne for his staff? So I said, absolutely, I would, but only if I could choose the wrapping. So that was fine, so I did it. And uh, when he came in and saw what I'd done, um, he, it just, they just had the wow factor compared to the snowman experience of the previous year. And he took them straight back to work. And when the staff came in the following morning and saw them all under the Christmas tree, one of the ladies um, just said, oh, she should be doing this professionally. And when he came home and actually told me, I thought, oh, that's such a compliment. And it just put a little seed of an idea in my head that niggled at me and wouldn't go away. And I was thinking, really? Could, could that be a job, wrapping gifts? Can that be my job title? <laughs> Official yes. gift wrapper? Yes. Like you said, put it on my passport. <laughs> Which I haven't done, but I so should. <laughs> so I, I just looked into, you know, could I do this? Would they be interested in adult education? So that was my first stop. And they absolutely were under the umbrella of health and well-being I think to start with which I completely agree with but now I think they do me under arts and crafts but um, there is really a feel-good thing I can see it in people when they a lot of people that come to my workshops you can imagine they say oh I'm really rubbish at this and they really lack confidence and they say oh it looks like I sat on it when I do it and and two hours later they go off actually seriously chuffed or quietly chuffed with whatever you know I've encouraged them to do after learning the basics they can run a mile with a frippery. Lots of buttons yeah. over here. Do Lots you do, buttons. do buttons? Oh, they've got a real sort of 1980s day glow feel about them, haven't they? Hendu is what reeks out to me there. Yeah, but the neon colour. You know, neon yeah. was really in, in fashion, mm. and then that's quite nice to use that inspiration mm. for your presence as well, if it's... That's good. Let's look at the buttons. 
heart-shaped button. Nice selection too, isn't it? You see, already you make gift wrapping sound like an exciting experience. Yes. <laughs> what do you mean? I make it sound like one. It is. <laughs> it's, but sometimes when you've got lots and lots, you mean at Christmas, does your not heart? Actually, I'll tell you what I do at Christmas because that is when you have a monumental mm. amount and it can seem a bit like a... Production you know, line. Yeah. So um, I normally have a theme like this year well a theme in uh like i decided red and white mm. so red paper white paper or red ribbon white ribbon mm. and then whatever fripperies to go on the top in one color or another or pom-poms mm. or whatever and so everything that you buy will go with everything else mm. so it's cheaper mm. in the long run as well and do you deliberately, because I try now, to not buy Christmassy Christmas paper, but paper that if it's left over, I can then use it throughout the year? Definitely. Most mm. of mine were done in white. That can be used mm. all year, and you can just change the colours to be more appropriate. But my other, becoming increasingly more important, is nothing with twinkles on, <laughs> even though I'm drawn to it, um, because it can't be recycled. And mm. there's so much paper at Christmas, I want it to at least be mm. able to be recycled. Um, so if I'm doing anything twinkly... It will be on the gift tag mm. or something, you know, something like that. That so it's only a small amount, not a massive, great piece of paper. So and it was your son leaving home that was finally the thing that made you go, "I'm going to do something different with my life." What was that moment? The youngest son is probably most similar in that he loves all things art. He's actually studying fine art, and one or other of us would always be like gluing or sticking or painting or messing about and so there was always something in my world rather interesting and nice going on I know a lot of people listening to this were thinking oh good grief I can't imagine all that in my kitchen but I like that I miss that having all that hubbub around me that creative hubbub around me and I just thought rather than just teaching at adult education I started to do the private courses and I'm doing workshops for the National Trust and the Botanic Gardens really lovely places to to work in um, which, which has been a joy so gradually and very organically my business is growing you just used a lovely word just now is it is it a you word frippery yes which is why i've called my business <laughs> gift frippery because once you learn the basic skills of gift wrapping so you're wrapping neatly cutting your paper efficiently and therefore more cheaply it's all about what how you decorate it really i've just given a cookery book to my brother at the weekend he had a surprise birthday in cornwall because it was a cookery book i had all this artificial veg veg on the top sort of asparagus and tomatoes and things everybody he didn't want to open it even that's always the ultimate compliment oh it looks too amazing i don't want to open it so this is great so we've got lots of frippery around here Definitely. frippery is your middle name i love it how does how does your husband cope is your house full of frippery actually do you know he's quite quite glad i do have mm. a room now for all the craft mm. stuff that i do but uh, he was quite relieved when this started and so instead of having bag and bagfuls of fur cones and you know all those sort of things that i can't resist there's a use for them now mm. he can see they're actually being used so. your husband must feel so humble every time he has to give you a present now does he feel embarrassed when he does his own wrapping i would hate anybody to feel like that mm. quite quite a lot of my friends um when they give me a birthday present they'd say well i'm really sorry about the wrapping and you know i said to them one 
presents. I don't want you to always apologise because it's lovely just to get a present, let's face it. It's just lovely to get a present, isn't it? I would hate anybody to feel like that. It's just that I love doing this. Not everybody's going to love doing it, but I do. So, you know, that's how I think of it. But it is quite funny. I do quite a lot of demonstrations for charity groups and quite often they give you a pot plant in um, a bag or a bottle of wine, maybe as a thank you, in a wine bag or something. So after I've done all, all this stuff, they, they sort of say, I'm really sorry, but we'd like to thank you for coming and give you something in a bag. But, you know, I always say that. I, I don't want them to feel bad about it. It's lovely, isn't it? It's, it's just a nice thought, really. So I was reading, and in fact, I'm sure you'll be able to help me, ideas for children's artwork. So my little girl, too, and artwork is great big splashes of colour which are beautiful can't bear to throw any of it away actually that's something that I could turn into some form of wrapping gift wrapping paper yes, yes do it yeah. definitely yeah as long as the paint's not too thick <laughs> it's not going to crack off as you go over yeah. a, an edge or something like that I think it's a really nice idea mm. and then just pick one bit of bright ribbon that matches so you only give her the paint that you like the colours <laughs> in so you don't get, get mixed up in brown but you could flick dots on or whatever mm. she ends up doing that's a perfect use for it mm. isn't it Brilliant. So even though you're all about frippery, you're a practical woman as well. You've got a practical head on you. Yes, but I do think that would look good. Yeah, I do I think do. that would look I good. I do. I'm going to go and buy a bit of this. So what are your five must-haves in the house in order to make the perfect present or wrap the perfect present? Plain paper. That could just be brown paper. My glue gun. Double-sided cello tape. And then I'm going to put the other two points together and just say something to hand that I can fripperise <laughs> whatever that might be because that would vary at different times of year but you know I could just walk in if I had brown paper raffia to tie around it I could walk into my garden and pick bay thyme rosemary and make a little bunch and put that on the top and it would look nice you don't you don't it doesn't have to be bought stuff you know I'm sure you've got stuff around you always that you can just if you're using fresh stuff the gift smells lovely but you'd have to just add that at the last minute this is the beginning of a journey for you. What do you perceive as the future? Do you ever think about gift frippery the next generation? I haven't ever thought about that, actually. That's, that's quite a large question, isn't it? Um, I haven't really thought about that. Um, I'd like to grow the business so it was peppered throughout the year. I don't want it to be full-time. I'm very happy doing part-time, and it gives me time to do my own stuff as well. So from being a Blue Peter mum with Driftwood to fripperising for a living. What a wonderful journey that Amanda is on. And funny how it doesn't matter at what point in motherhood we are, it always seems to have some kind of influence when it comes to business. If you enjoyed listening to that podcast, then please do leave a comment. It's always really good to hear from you. And hopefully that's inspired you to get fripperising. To share your story, send an email to hello at freelancemum.co.uk